Hey guys, what's up? So today we are going to talk about how to strengthen your prose. So if you are writing something and lost inspiration and kind of have writer's block or you have written your manuscript and are kind of looking back on what you did, how to strengthen it, let's say it's about to be edited or was just edited, I know you will be able to take away something from this video as far as strengthening your prose. So if you know nothing about me right now, I am working on kind of a psychological thriller novel. So I am looking into a bunch of different writing books when I lose inspiration in order to keep momentum on my manuscript. And I found one page out of a book that was really helpful and it was called How to Write Killer Fiction killer being a play on word because it was about writing crime, but this certain page I feel like would help anyone. I checked the book out from the library. I don't know if I would necessarily buy it, but this was my favorite page because it just said a couple questions that really make you think. So if you're interested in that book or you like what you heard, whatever, I will go ahead and leave it in um, the description below so you can go ahead and check it out. So these seven questions are to kind of put next to you. I will go ahead and write them out for you also in the description below so that you can, you don't have to physically write these. You can just have it up in a different window and go through your manuscript and just think about them. So the first one is, have I used enough sensory language in my descriptions? I think a lot of people um, have that struggle of show don't tell, which means don't tell the reader what kind of room you're walking into. Show the reader, you know, what does it smell like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it remind the character of? Anything in their past? Does it spark a flashback? I really like this one. The second one is, does my description of the place adequately reflect the inherent dangers that are going to be overwhelmingly important in arc four. So obviously he's talking about um, the organizations of, you know, arcs in your story. But regardless, if you don't even have to be that organized, if you just say, okay, does my description of the place adequately reflect the inherent dangers that are going to become overwhelmingly, say, apparent? Right, so if there is something that's going to happen that you're foreshadowing to, can the reader put down the book and go to sleep? You don't want that. Number three is does my description include my viewpoint, character's emotional response to this place? So the character that you're writing in, let's say you're writing in the character's point of view, is it showing their response or are you just telling about the room? So I'm using a room obviously in these examples, but if you, if your character is walking into the room, are you just describing the room or are you also describing things that it may remind that character of? Number four, have I left out any logistical setup information the reader has to know in order to make the hero's victory over evil in this place believable? So another technique you can use with this one is storyboarding. If you want, I can make a video about it, but it's basically, you know, laying out your story to see if there's any plot holes. If you don't know this about me, I am getting my master's in writing right now, and they actually had a workshop of just storyboarding where you're putting post-its on a wall and seeing where your plot holes are blank in front of you. So this is basically another question to go off of if there's a plot hole. Number five. Have I used absolutely every interesting aspect of this place somewhere in this story? So can this room be mentioned in chapters 
before this or after this. You can also ask yourself what things are in the room. If it's not that actual room that's giving off a feeling or a foreshadowing or you want to describe maybe just one part of the room, one thing in the room. Clearly these aren't real flowers, don't worry. <laughs> Number six, what things are in this place that can or will be used later on? That's pretty self-explanatory. But number seven is, are there any associations or memories associated with this place that could give rise to some nice secrets or emotional resonance later on? So some of these are really similar, but I feel like whether it's a certain person telling you advice or teaching you or a certain question and how it's worded, some things as a listener, as a watcher, resonate with us more. So hopefully, even though these are all pretty similar in the fact of just going over that manuscript, making sure there's no plot holes, really dishing out the details, hopefully a couple of these really resonated with you. And like I said, you don't have to watch this video 50 times. I will just write them all down for you and go ahead and leave that link of that book in the description in case you want to look at it. What I do is with writing tip books, because I don't necessarily know if I will love them, I go ahead and I check them out from my local library. Also, I wouldn't totally ignore um, writing books that help a different genre besides yours, because most likely I know my story does have romance in it and you know it does have really contemporary ideas in it so i would never neglect what you can possibly learn from so i hope this video helped you out i make writing videos every wednesday so go ahead and subscribe on your way out and click the bell if you want those notifications and i will see you guys later